five, 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 Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Top 5 Film Dive. And in, in line with our first episode here, we're jumping into part two of the Top 5 Action Thrillers. And I had to bring back my main man, Gavin, here to finish it off with me here. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Just, uh, you know, living the dream. It's almost the end of the, the end of the... 2020 you know yeah, let's, let's big finale it, let's put it oh, in the finale you know what I, mean? I wonder what's gonna happen in the next three days You're like oh shit all oh, the aliens are here yeah. so 2020 what a year man what a year and, and i must I, I wrote this in my notes here i must thank you for being a big part of the show the last uh the last nine months man you're fucking amigo and i love you and uh yeah guys there was a lot of uh a lot of feedback from our last episode uh, that Gavin and I touched upon with the top five action thrillers from 1995 to present day. And today what we're going to do is we're going to spin it. We're doing part two and we're going 1994 to 1970. Now that is a big gap again, another uh, 25 years. So we're really looking at f uh, 50 years worth of cinema here, brother. And um, Sorry, our, what years did we say? We're going now today, we're going 94 Okay, okay. In 1970. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, kind of opens up uh, the, the window of opportunity for movies that we're going to talk about today. And uh, that being said, uh, before we jump into it, I just want to know how did Christmas go? What have you been watching lately? Anything down the pipeline? Christmas was great, man. Can't like all in all, it was it was relaxing. Saw the in-laws. Um, good, good. You good. know, it's uh, it was with all the packages coming in the mail too. It was kind of a dice roll, you know, yeah. it was like, you try to track packages all you want but if they're they're not where they need to be they're not where they need to be but it was good yeah. um what we're watching i okay i watched jojo rabbit holy shit oh yeah we talked about that the night of yeah i think uh i think that's one of my favorite movies in the past five years it cool. had to be it was just so well done yeah Man, taika I, I, yeah taika killed it and like yep the, the premise alone was really crazy and the kid was the kid if you have a bad child actor, I'm the first to be like, that kid sucks. But he did really well, and it was a really good movie. It was a nice nice twist on a horrible, horrible. <laughs> a horrible situation. Yeah, yeah man. I, um, that was one of the ones that I caught. I didn't see it last year, so I didn't include it on my, my top of, of 2019. Um, and that's like one of those ones I saw in those first few months of 2020. And uh, fuck, I love it. I, I think the Oscar was well-deserved for, for Watiti. Um, it's funny though, cause like in my mind, it's so hard to put a comedic spin on something that's so like atrocious, yeah. uh, but it doesn't like a really, really sensitive yet, like uh, kind of funny and ironic way. Um, yeah, man. Anything else you watch Mandalorian? You're, you're a big Star uh, yeah, Wars. Mando. Yeah. You're Mando a fucking bigger crazy. Star Wars guy than I yeah. am, man. I, uh, I, I watched that one Friday night. I yeah. think I, are you up to date? Spoiler yeah. alert. Is this oh, a spoiler yeah. alert warning for our viewers? We don't yeah. spoil, but um yeah that was pretty like i 
it was like a left field ending. And like, as soon as you see the, I was like, it's not the guy from Kim's convenience coming in the same. But like, I was, I was up and like, I'm not uh, one of those guys on the YouTube montages, like crying, but yeah. it was, it was sick. It was well it was done. Dope. And like, even if you have junk CGI, mm. if, if the like, if the plot is good enough, then you can put a fucking stick figure of the guy and it still works, right? Yeah. So that, yeah, it was, it was tight, man. I think, I think it was an appropriate ending and I wrote in my review on, I think it was on Monday. Uh, wait, what's today? Today's Monday. Fuck, I'm so screwed. No, today's Tuesday. Oh, whatever. Okay, today. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, I guess I did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, it was, it was the most appropriate like fan service ending that you could have had. Yeah. For not only the character and guys, I'm not going to spoil it completely, but if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, just yeah. but um, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was better than season one, actually, as a matter of fact. So, but um, that being said, man, yeah, we were discussing our action thrillers, and I'm going to jump right into her here. And, and part one was fun, man. We had a lot of feedback online, uh, posted a few clips, and a few people, uh, actually, I would say a lot of people actually were really in line with your end game pick. A lot of people. Uh, saw eye to eye with you and I on John Wick. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So it was Endgame, John Wick. What else did we have in there? Your your number one and my number one uh, was Heat and Endgame, Avengers yeah. Endgame, respectively. Yeah. Uh, number two for me was Drive, followed by Three Ten to Yuma for you. Yeah. Three was Old Boy for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Air uh, for you. Man on Fire was number four, and the whole John Wick series was number four for you. Uh, and then you had the Raid at number five. Which we discussed actually pretty in depth, I would say. About all, all yeah, that. for sure. We talked about um, the uh, the fact that there's so much kind of global cinema and, and foreign cinema out there that you know the uh, yeah yeah action kind of thriller genre over the last couple of years has really been defined more. And by, since since we did that, I watched Parasite on that. Well, you had never seen it? I, no, no, I just saw oh, it shit. a couple years a couple weeks ago. Yeah. We, oh man, uh, how'd you like it? Really, it was good. It was great. It was yeah. original story. Cool, great Best picture worthy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's up there. Like, I think so. I think, I think yeah. that it could even be like one of those ones that gets redone immediately just to appease whatever. But it's just yeah. it, it was really well shot, and that guy's a great director. Yeah, Bong Joon Ho is pretty. Did pretty he write fantastic, it? Fantastic man. Um, yeah, I hope. I think that's one of those movies. That, that's one of the few times that that the uh, Academy Awards has gotten it right. Um, between Parasite and then between Jojo Rabbit this last year. Those are the two movies I really kind of cleaned up, and I, I think that they both deserved it. Um, funny enough, I'm actually doing my best of 2020, and there's one in there that actually Parasite uh, beat uh, 1917 that I'm not sure if I'd include on my list because technically... 1917 is the best movie that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so we that, talked about this. I forgot about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I think about, on our first podcast, depth. I was like, that's the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to rewatch it tonight or tomorrow and then see if I'm included on the list there. But that being said, guys, action thrillers part two. So as I said, the, the window of opportunity here for our discussion, 1970 to 1994. Um, Gav, lead off, buddy. I'm I'm gonna you probably haven't seen this movie and I've seen it uh like maybe three times and I don't know why. Okay. It's, it's from your uh your role model, Roman Polanski. Oh um it's 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 actually it's uh that's not his role model, guys. He's got kids. Horrible on. thing to say yeah, to your yeah, friend. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but the the movie is called Frantic. We're awful quiet in there, babe. 
checked in this morning with my wife. Yes. And while I was in the shower, she left the room. Yes. And she hasn't come back. Good. Yeah. Good. Oh, and there's shit. a reason. It's that it's not the best. Like it's one of those ones. If you I, I showed you now, you'd be like, okay, that's whatever. Yeah. But the whole like wake up from from a situation. So for those who you who don't know this this masterpiece, it's uh Harrison Ford. I think it's in 1980 85 86. Yep. And uh, he basically he's in a medical conference. Um, Harrison Ford's a surgeon, and then when he goes to um, basically his wife goes missing so it's he goes up to his hotel room and his his wife's not there mm. and then it's all everything that spins out out of that but I think it was like a good a good um, action thriller is it's it's fast-paced from the beginning because once there's not the most like gunfights or anything like that but it's it's the second that somebody goes missing or it's a random come to all right let's figure out what the fuck went wrong part of my French, but no, um, let it it, go. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of a oh, something's not right when I wake up, and then it's his chase to find what happened to his wife. Where's my wife? There's so many other examples. I can't think of one before this. Yeah. I'm sure there's a hundred because, uh, like I said, this is it's probably nothing new. But the whole idea of it was the original, like, hey, wh- oh, where's my wife? Whether you call it taken. Or there's one with Aaron Eckhart that I can't think of that you might be able to. Uh, Wakes up. Oh, no, he goes to work and his work's all gone. And there's, oh, shit. Oh, man, that came out. Uh, it's something very yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. disappeared yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or it's, yeah, so it's kind of one of those wake up, figure it out. But it was good acting. Um, and it was it's low key. I'm pretty sure it got really bad ratings and wasn't a, wasn't a hit by any means. But it was still... Um, you know so what? Cool I'm not that up. I feel like that was actually a pretty big hit, but oh, I guess when Polanski was like really kind of ostracized from yeah, that's just the before. Fucking, his, I mean, like he yeah, still kind of 1988. Is, but, it came out, yeah. and it was uh, it's it's got a 76 on. I have Rotten Tomatoes is dog shit, but yeah, man, yo, what a great movie! God, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Oh, no, I know. Throwing curveballs to start the episode, kids. Throwing curveballs, so. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, so frantic. Let's just say, just because it's set on that action, um, action Solid. thriller drama where it's more thriller than action, but it's yeah. still who done it. All these, uh, the movie starts off with all these unanswered questions, and then you have to, you have to figure them out. Fucking great answer, fantastic. Number five, frantic. Okay, so I'm gonna t- actually steal a little bit of your thunder there, um, and I'm going with, um, I would say probably, I, I would like to think one of the first action thrillers to really kind of uh not only become like a box office success but an award success but my pick is uh 1971 is directed by william friedkin it's called the french connection we told you people were coming back we're gonna keep coming back here until you clean this bar up keep your eye on your neighbor if he drops something that belongs to you what is this a fucking hospital here huh turn around there fella. what we got here huh you know what it is yeah, yeah. Did they remake it? No. So they were supposed to a couple of years ago. Um, now let's. I'll, I'll just give you guys a, a kind of an outline. Um, New York City cop uh, Popeye Doyle and his partner are trying to bust a drug cartel based in France. Albay short-tempered Doyle is dedicated cop whose nemesis Alain Charnier is too polished to be a criminal. So um, one of the best 
car chase scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. And I remember watching it when I was a kid with my dad and being like, what am I watching? And it is fucking phenomenal. Um, made, I had a budget of $1.8 million back in the day. And if I remember correctly, it made an astronomical amount of money. Uh, $175 million worldwide back then. Wow. So that's a, that's a big, big number. So, but uh, it took home best picture, best actor, best director. Best actor was Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, baby. That's when Hackman was probably at like, I'd say the, the kind of height of his popularity. Fuck, no, he went from this to Superman. What's that? In The Replacements, he was the best. The, okay, well, that's, that's a different episode entirely for you and I to go through. So. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I haven't seen that one in yeah. years. It's, it's great, man. It's fantastic. It was nominated, uh, I think, for every single category, if I remember correctly. Let me double check. I was researching this a little bit before, and I got um, got distracted. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight awards. That's fucking that's big. And it won for five of them: best picture, best director, best actor, best screenplay, and best editing. So I uh, I'm a big William Friedkin fanatic, and uh, if you guys tune in to my episode, uh, my top five documentaries, he makes an appearance in those. Um, very outspoken director kind of director who's in love with himself and in love with like his older work, but it's a really, really good action thriller. And I'd say that was probably like the first real besides the bond movies that had come out before that. It was the first um, kind of mainstream um, action thriller that, that wasn't watered down. So like the bond movies were all PG back in the sixties and late or early seventies, but this is a hard R um, and it's worth it because you see Gene Hackman gunned down a guy in the street. Anyways, fantastic movie Please. guys, if you haven't checked it out. So all right, man. Whew. Okay, the caffeine's hitting my bloodstream. There you go. No, there we go. There we go. Um, let's jump into our number fours, buddy. You uh, can uh, you can go first. Mine's kind of mine, mine's kind of goofy, and funny, <laughs> but it's, uh, go for it. So I'm gonna go with uh, an action comedy that I think here uh, kind of calls back to us being uh, young boys, and this was like lethal weapon. No, 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 no. Wow, that was like, ah. come on, no, no, no. So, you know what? I'm actually ashamed that Lethal Weapon didn't make my list now that I look at it. I'm a horrible human being. Um, this is Arnie at like peak Arnie, uh, Schwarzenegger in that like early 90s, uh, just after Judgment Day comes out. And I'm going with James Cameron's True Lies. Is there anything? You want to tell me before we start? Yeah. I'm going to kill you pretty soon. I see. How exactly? First, I'm going to use you as a human shield. Then I'm going to kill this guard over there with the Patterson Troca on the table. And then I was thinking about breaking your neck. I, I would say in 1997. That's 94. That is 1994. Oh, perfect. And that really leans into that like action comedy, but the idea again of that like kind of spy espionage thriller type aspect to it where Harry, obviously played by uh, Schwarzenegger, is trying to cover up all his bullshit and his lies from his wife, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and man, it still packs a punch. It's, it's a really funny movie. And James Cameron uh, was on a tear for about, I'd say seven years between 86 in 94 listen to this we had aliens the abyss uh terminator 2 judgment day and then true lies like 
that's fucking four for four. Knocking all these fastballs. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Yes, yo, the OG man. Uh, he's in I got a little dick. It's pathetic. <laughs> great, great character. So, but yeah, I, True Lies is one of those ones where, like, if it's on TV, I've still, I think I haven't actually recorded on the PBR because uh, it's pretty tough to find on Blu-ray. But yeah, man, this is like Pete Cameron, and I think that it mixed that action comedy mixed with like spy espionage thriller perfectly. Um, and I mean, in, in today's day and world, we either get the like heavy action, Jason Bourne, James Bond type of thriller, or we'll get like a goofy, you know, comedy a la like spy with Melissa McCarthy. So I think that there's that perfect meshing of that. And uh, I dig it. I really dig it. Even for a movie that's 25 years old, it's, it's aged really, really well. So yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis aged really, really well in that movie. Man, holy. So one of, the few, one of the few times that old seven-year-old Kurt was just like, what's your number four brother Uh, i'm just because i have to throw in like a uh 1980s uh revenge yes Uh, i I gotta say (laughs) it's it's in terms of quality of movie it's probably like the low end of this (laughs) i'm gonna say blood sport yes you told me using any technique that works Never to limit myself to one style. You keep an open mind. What? To honor you, Shidoshi. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it made karate revenge cool, you know? With yeah. you killed my boy. And I know I could have got, we could have done it. We do need to do a whole top five on, um, John Claude, baby. No, not John no. Claude himself, okay. but, uh, Roadhouse. Um, Swayze. Swayze, like the whole Swayze action. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, this yeah, was yeah. like, I will remember watching it. My dad showed me this when I was three, I think. And like the whole build up. I We can put Rocky in this category too, but I just, I had to give Jean-Claude Van Damme the, the heat because yeah. I remember just that whole build up of the training montage and then your boy dies and it's yeah. just like, you have to go back to it. And it was just, it was a thrill. It was still action. It's bare karate at the at the bare minimum. It's yeah. It's it's dudes fighting in comp competitive karate, but at the same time you're like, oh, how's he gonna how's he gonna come back with that and all that. Frank shit. Dukes, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geez. No, I fucking remember. And I think there's been a couple sequels since recently. With uh, I haven't seen it with Batista and. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Jean-Claude That's Van Damme right. was in that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was uh, great yeah, no, movie. Man. Just it was I, just the uh, Karate Kid could be. It, they're essentially taking the Karate Kid thing and, and then rating it R. Exactly, rating it R. Yeah, yo, Bloodsport. Um, fuck yo, Bloodsport. Hold on, a second. I gotta remember. Made a ton of money too. Who directed it? I feel like the guy million did, bucks. I think it made. It's what I read. directed it. Uh, Made a lot of goddamn money and a lot of good movies after that. Let me just double check and see who this is. Newt. No, 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 he didn't. No, he 100% he didn't. (laughs) And the budget was $2 million and it made 50. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which back then again was was a lot more money than just fucking 50. Well, I mean, inflation wise. Um, You ever watch, side note, you ever watch the show Workaholics? Yeah, oh yeah. They, they talk about, they're just like, we should make, this is completely unrelated. It's just hilarious. They spitball the idea in, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. We did, they do a, a documentary TV show, a reality show of him driving around on a road trip called Jean-Claude's Van, Damn Van. 
And I thought that that was really fun. Anyway. I miss Workaholics. I, I really miss Workaholics. I still think it was one of the best comedies I've ever watched. For so. sure. Um, all right yo john claude man i fucking man there's a few like if we want to talk john claude action thrillers alone the hard target oh my god it's hard target in your five Uh, well hard yeah if we do like yeah hard target. no i mean like in general on this list that we're doing our top five (laughs) all time of all time okay okay (laughs) um yeah fucking john claude i remember i think i watched around the same age like four or five and it was like dad i want to do karate and you yeah. uh, put me in taekwondo instead and i failed miserably at it so thanks Dad. anyways number three okay so number three guys as we move along here action thrillers um i'm gonna cheat it's my show i'm allowed to and uh i call the shots in this corner and we're talking james cameron son um it's almost kind of got a, I got a little trifecta of james cameron going on here my number three is because uh, i couldn't pick and i'm gonna i'm gonna go back and forth and the only reason i say this is because of the fact that um I can't pick, I can, but I choose not to, which is my favorite out of the two. I have more sentiment towards Judgment Day, but Terminator 1984, I still categorize, and a lot of people argue with me that it's a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. It's an action sci-fi thriller. And I think that's also the category that Judgment Day falls into where it's not like a horror aspect to it. We're like, I get it. You're being chased by a killer robot and it's either you're going to die or he's going to die. It's going to die but um yeah my number three pick is, is a combo pick very similar to your john wick last time when we did the action stars and that is terminator and terminator 2 judgment day in the 21st century a weapon will be invented like no other this weapon will be powerful versatile and indestructible nice yeah, it, it could be a horror movie in the same way Jurassic Park could be a horror movie. Yeah. But it's like, Good yeah, point. it was the soundtrack and how that was done was just like, oh my God. Overlay the music. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I work out to. Used to work out to. Yeah, yo, between that and, uh, and uh, Danny Elfman's Batman. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good one. Of course, it's, it is nuts. Like the prosthetics and all that stuff, oh. and then just him. Like nobody cared that he had a different haircut when he was taking out his eye. <laughs> so perfect. Things that I, Cameron needed to iron out still, but you know, yeah. it happens. And uh, yeah, no, it was good. The finished product sure. looked pretty good. Yeah, man, I have a sentiment for Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Um, it was the first VHS I ever got as a kid, which is weird. Great parenting, by the way, to the Morrison family. Yeah, it was uh, actually I, in 1999. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, man, I fuck it. I've, I've talked about it on another episode. Like, it's it's still like in my top twenty favorite movies of all time, uh, and I'll go, come back to it every couple of years. But Terminator, the first one, I, I have only kind of reintroduced myself to a couple of months back. Uh, might even been when when I know, pardon me, it was probably about last year when Terminator um, Dark Fate was coming out, and I rewatched the first and then the second one, and I really forgot how good of a movie the first one is and how like anxiety inducing it is um and i think that's the thing that it does really well i think actually fantastically well um is give you that sense of, of anxiety and creates that sense of, of thrill and makes you realize going that, you know, through that, the phone book yeah yeah, yeah right? right that's fucking insane and uh i love them i absolutely love these two films and uh yeah i think it's fair to say that judgment day is probably one of the greatest sequels of all time 
Um, and again, I think just from like a budget budgetary standpoint, it's probably better than the first one. But that yeah. first one was still fucking revolutionary, man. So, moving on, brother. What's uh, is your uh, what's your number three, my friend? We're we're scooting here. I am on the Arnold's tip, and yes. I just I, I if mean, you could com- if you could combine all those Arnold movies action yeah. where where there's just it's so suspenseful, very little dialogue. You know, I, as much as I wanted to include Aliens and, and Rambo and this and that, I feel like all those movies can be put into Predator. Back in that borderline, like, let's introduce... From from these hard R ratings, I think I'm pretty sure it's rated R, but it's, oh, it's just it, rated yeah, R. yeah, <laughs> violently rated R. But it's still like that movie pans into mainstream, which eventually gives you something like True Lies. Hi, Alex. Hi, girl. Hi, hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> um, dude, I love Predator, and I think that every other, including Alien versus Predator, every other. Uh, sequel or pseudo sequel or whatever has paled in comparison to that first one. For sure. Even the most recent one. You've seen the most recent one? Yeah, with uh, um, uh, who Boyd was Holbrook, the... the blonde guy, Olivia Munn. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Jane had yeah. Tourette's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. He's got Asperger's. Is it Asperger's? Oh, I'm probably yeah. going to get cut for saying this. No, whatever. Fuck it. So, yeah, um, yeah the kid's got. Um, it's not some, Asperger's. Some it's, Tourette's. Uh, autism. It's got autism. But yeah, not a great movie. Uh, horribly disappointed. I saw that yeah. at the film festival a couple of years ago and I was like. And it's one of those, let's put, let's dump money into it so that guys like us have to like hate oh, yeah. that we hate that we have to pay oh, yeah. to see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But man, that Arnold one still holds up. Even as like uh, uh, Sunday afternoon, like if it's on i see that it's on i'll put it on for 20 minutes and like, yeah and like the whole jungle thriller too like i know there's a ton of like war movies and whatnot but just like the the like the predator prey shit in the jungles like all the shit he's doing to like avoid getting caught and he's yeah. not being a pussy and <laughs> and predator was a really good um really good villain that they could kind of build off like there's been yeah. how many movies of, of just some like superhuman like alien yeah. Yeah. comes after you right so was- um uh, who uh, oh the guy who I, I don't know if you know this fun little fact the guy who voiced optimus prime also did the sound effects for the guy for for the predator um oh, really? uh what the fuck's his name oh god damn it hold on autobots isn't it the same guy who did um Give it to me. A megabyte. Peter Cullen. Uh, yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He did, did he do correct. megabyte? Yeah. He did megabyte. Yeah. 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 And by the way, yo, shout out. He's Canadian and he's 80 yeah. years old. Fucking there Peter Cullen. OG. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. He did, uh, he did uh, Optimus Prime's voice, but there's a thing online that you guys can find. And uh, he tells the story of him coming in to the 20th Century Fox studios and how he created the voice for uh the predator or like that sound like that like whatever the fuck oh, yeah 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 impersonation but you know what i'm talking about but oh, yeah. no, that's you're going. like you snapping off but that's just me <laughs> um yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
<laughs> we can edit that folks we can edit that but uh yeah i mean oh god i love brother such a good movie um you know what i'm mad that fuck i didn't because if I, my number two is very a la in the same vein i should have put predator and predator i would have i would have squeezed in there um but standing in the like kind of jungle romp and i'll say this is obviously a little bit more action adventure rather than action thriller um but from a thriller standpoint the goddamn Nazis are, are the thrilling part of this one for me. And uh, I would say this is probably one of the most popular film franchises, if not films of all time. I think it's something that harkens back to everybody's childhood. And, and um, I don't know if they can pull off a fifth installment, but apparently they are in a couple of years with James Mangold directing it. He did Logan and Ford versus Ferrari. But my number two is old Harrison Ford and Raiders of Oh, nice. They're doing another one? I'm doing another one. They just announced it at Disney uh, Disney Investors Day. So I guess we'll see old Harrison hobbling along. But um, yeah, this obviously falls more in suit in regards to our kind of action-adventure discussion that we've had on a previous podcast with uh, our buddy Marco, but who loves the Indiana Jones series. Yeah. Fucking loves them. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the one that, um, that always kind of grabs me and I gravitate towards. I love last crusade i think it's actually my favorite of the series but i don't think that falls in that action thriller vibe as much as the first one does where um you know they're they're racing against the nazis and it's a matter of you know uh them trying to get to the ark of the covenant before the nazis do um especially after they they actually find out where it is but great crystal skull is the best one the, that concludes this episode of the top five film time, and uh, you will never. Yeah, no, that's a good again. one. Yeah, that's and a good being, one. That's uh, that's great. That's yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's blocked on all original national movies. treasure type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's no, like don't you dare weird. fucking compare national treasure. To- <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like, <laughs> this is what we need. We gotta go find it. We gotta yeah. do whatever it takes to find it. Because I'm the treasure hunter. Declaration, Declaration of Independence. Or. <laughs> Um, no, that's a great one. I fully agree with that one. That one's sick. That's uh, all right. Ready on three, two, one. You do your best, Nicholas Gage impression, and then I'll do mine after okay. three, two, or <laughs> we can go get the Declaration of Independence now, or not. Or not. <clears throat> okay, wait, I'm not gonna do Nick Cage from National Treasure, I'm gonna do Nick Cage from uh, Gone in 60 Seconds at the end of it. Right when he's arguing with the bad guy Christopher Eccleston, so you know I, I just stole sixty cars for you in one night. I'm a little tired, I'm a little wired, and I just would like a thank you. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Did you notice that we both? Did? <laughs> now he has an Oscar on his mantle. I just want to remind everybody that 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 man has an Oscar, yeah. and he also has a new show coming out. The history of swear words. Check it out yeah, on Netflix next week. Sure. It's, you know, fucking sure. Raiders, man. Uh, wow, that one wow, really off topic, and I loved every second of it. Uh, we got to inject more Nick Cage or yeah, for sure <laughs> into every episode. So, um, yeah, man, what's two? your number two? Yes, directed by um, it's a series. Okay, nineteen seventy-five. Okay, okay. Oh, I don't know where you're going with this one. Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. It's very little action, a lot of thriller. I don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Jaws. Good pick. Jaws. Jaws. You know, you're, 
there's there's the action is that girl gets ripped apart in the water you're like jesus christ that is not nearly as violent as it would be in real life <laughs> yeah. but the the thrill of it and it's just it's you're you're on your edge brody all that that casting everybody is is insane uh yeah. what's his name from mr holland's opus <laughs> yeah, richard dreyfus uh, baby yeah there we go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good shit. It's just all around the music, everything. It's it's Jaws. Everybody knows Jaws. Everybody knows Jaws, and there are some people. I may be living with somebody who has never seen it, um, but I. Oh, Alex just said she never seen Speed. <sighs> Talk about action thrillers. That's my number one. Seven <laughs> over. God damn it! Well, you just thanks, Alex. Um, fuck you! Know, you gotta you gotta get on that train, man. No problem. I know, I know, because you're watching. Uh, but yeah, no, Jaws is Jaws is Jaws. Jaws is a franchise that yep. for for the nineteen seventies and eighties was the biggest thing until Spielberg or Cameron could outdo them. He outdo yeah. himself, you know what I mean? And it's still even I don't know if you went on Jaws the Ride when it was in existence, but it was like, holy fuck, such a little like build it's a shark, it's fish. Doesn't need shit, you know what I mean? But it's just the actual plot. And how it was crazy and all that shit. And you're just like, what do you mean he swallowed a license plate? <laughs> it's just like, it's very like, you could just shoot the shark. And it's done. Yeah. But they, they tell the tale really nicely. And I think there's a fourth one that I've never seen. I don't know how many are in that series. I got to be honest with you. I know that there's the 3D one that I saw as a kid. And I shit my pants. That was Piranha 3D. No, nah, be the third uh, Jaws three. Jaws three D. Jaws three D oh, in 1983, and then Jaws Revenge in 1987. What's the three dimensional one? That's Jaws 3D. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Jaws 3D. I saw when I was a kid. When you, remember they used to give us the glasses that were blue and red with the yeah yeah. Did and I, I got have, it from the, what's his name? Did it still have the stars? Uh, I don't remember. It's probably been twenty years since I've seen it. But nope, Dennis Quaid. Is it Dennis? Quaid. Ooh, Good old Dennis Quaid. But uh, isn't that when Jaws ends up uh, chasing Brody's family back to like a town on the other side of? How <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <Out> to <of> drive? <laughs> so yeah. he literally swims from like the eastern seaboard all the way down and around Mexico, and then comes up to the west. Movies, movie magic, kids. Uh, man, Jaws is the birth of the summer blockbuster. I have such a, like a, a love for it. it. It's hokey as fuck if you watch it now at particular yeah. parts, but it's still effective. And I think that's why it's one of those movies that like, even generationally, does that make sense? Um, is important. Like it's still something that like young like teenagers can watch and like still get the shit scared out of them and i still find a lot of entertainment out of it it's um it's classic it's fucking spielberg man so the og so here's a question for you if you had to eliminate the filmography of one of these two people who eliminate who would it be spielberg or george lucas spielberg oh god george lucas probably yeah well, Spielberg's just, it's a bit more diverse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars is Star Wars. Fuck Spielberg, Lucas, <laughs> till I die. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, Jaws, everything's gone. Erased from fucking the world. Yeah. Because Gavin wants his Star Wars. And I yeah, agree with that. For sure. God damn, man. I, you know what? I couldn't imagine a world without Star Wars. And uh, if you guys check out my review on... Um, <laughs> on Instagram, uh, I I've said high praise for Mandalorian season two for making a fan 
out of me again uh, regarding Star Wars. So, like, turning me into a diehard. I'm really fucking excited for season three and all the shit that they announced last week, which was, like, 17 different TV shows. For yeah. We'll see how that turns out, though, uh, if it's the same quality as Mandalorian. But that being said, um, yo, that's a double dose of uh, Spielberg, son. We went Raiders, and then we went... Uh, yo, fuck. You want to erase Spielberg from... You're going to erase Jaws? Raiders? Time. E.T.? Jurassic Park Minority Report. You're going to hell. Okay, fine. It's your show, I guess, now. So look at me. I am the captain. Um, we're on our number ones, kids. I'm excited. This is good. The caffeine hit my bloodstream. We'll probably have the same. Uh, is your what? Is your speed? No, it's not speed. I thought about it. I didn't put it on. I could think of like five other movies. Speed's like a seventh or an eighth. Um, but. Can I go actually picking up? Is your speed? Be honest. No, no. Okay. I'm going to piggyback off what you said, though, uh, with some Keanu. And I don't know if you're going to expect, if you're going to see mine coming. Um, always understood the, the references, the cultural references to this and like the pop culture references and other shit. But I hadn't seen this movie up until probably about a year ago. And I fell in love with it. And this is in my top 20 of all time. This is probably one of my favorite if not one of my favorite action movies of all time, it's young Keanu playing Johnny Utah Yeah, it, uh, in Point Break. We'll be next year. Cody believes the 50-year storm is coming next year. 50-year storm? What's that? That's kind of a legend. No, it's real. It's absolutely real. Everything moves in cycles. So twice a century, the ocean lets us know just how small we really are. A winter storm comes out of Antarctica, tearing up the Pacific, and it sends a huge swell north 2,000 miles. I had not seen it up until about a year ago, and I was like, you know what? It's on. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to check it out. And uh, yeah, oh my God. Anybody uh, who ever robs somebody with a Richard Nixon mask, it all comes from that. It's true. It's true. And then the amount of cultural references and like pop culture references to this film are something that are still like really, really strong. With the Nixon mask, yeah. And uh, I didn't see that until like a couple of years ago. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I wish I, I'm happy I saw it at the age I did because I had a better appreciation for it. But it's like thrill a minute. Uh, guys, so, so those of you who don't know, and again, a lot of people actually haven't seen Point Break. And there was also a really shitty remake about three years ago. Point Break, Johnny Utah, former football star in Southern California, uh, is recruited by the FBI to go undercover and try to essentially like infiltrate this gang of surfers that they believe has been holding all these banks hostage led by Patrick Swayze, which is the best part of it played by Patrick Swayze as the gang leader Bodie. And it is like, so 1990s perfect. And it like just encapsulates the time and like the attitude and the slang, but is like a really, really, really friggin' good uh, action movie. If you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend it directed by Catherine Bigelow. James Cameron's ex-wife, as a matter of fact. So a lot of a uh, lot of Cameron, a lot of Spielberg, and a lot of uh, a lot of essence of James Cameron on this list today. So. Yeah, so now that I now that you say that, like they really missed the boat on making the replacements a sequel. <laughs> Just make the same thing instead of Shane Fowler's Johnny Utah, washed up fucking ex-ball player out of the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually Babe. that's a genius idea missed opportunity hollywood you guys screwed yeah. up man that's what i'm telling you man you should you Idiots. you and stevie and alex and me and rochelle 
we all we should all just pack up like a family and yeah, move to Hollywood I and know. actually become writers. So I know. So I'm sorry, man. We've got we've got so up. many good ideas. So and then what would they have called it though? So instead of the replacements, it could have been like point break two. Yeah. Extra point. goal line. Extra yeah, yeah, yeah. Goal line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Extra point break. Extra point break. <laughs> Yes. That's better. Nice. There you go. Uh, fun fact about Spielberg or yeah. about James. Is it Spielberg? James Cameron. Who? We, who are we talking about? Never mind. I, I was just thinking, well, fun fact about James Cameron is when he went down to film Titanic. Yeah. So he went down to the bottom of the ocean or whatever to film it. He yep. did that. And then 9-11 happened and he was underwater the whole day and didn't know what happened. And then he came up and then he saw. Uh. Titanic was 1997, though. I don't know if that fact holds up. No, he was just, he wasn't filming Titanic. He, oh, he, he was, was just like down in, after in Titanic. His, yeah, his like whatever. And I don't know, he was with Bill Paxton. What, which, what, like white rich people do? Just go, yeah, take a boat down to the Titanic. Yeah, I know Titanic came out in 96. <laughs> Is she giving you shit in the background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact checking. <laughs> he, he cut this all out. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're on, you're on next uh, week's show. So, All right, I'm going number one. Give it to me, baby. Put that on ice, though. The replacements. Yeah. Break, point break two. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, that mine's a franchise. It's got to be a franchise. Give me. The, the action thriller situation. You, mm. you, they change the actor. They change everything. <laughs> they have a hot girl. They've got thrilling suspense scenes that go on to this day. Name the franchise, Kurt. Something Bond. Any, all the bonds. <laughs> so yeah, James Bond. It's the original, like from the time when it was the first one, the early seventies. Doctor No. All, all of them. They give you no like, Goldfinger. What is the first Goldfinger? Goldfinger. We talked about this when we did our. Um, no, I think it is Doctor No. James Bond. Doctor No. It is Doctor No, isn't it? Sixty-six. Oh man. Yeah. What so a good choice, my boy. Fifty years of of proper shit. They tell the same story different different villains different tricks and it it works out and it's it's good shit i fucking i love it it's funny that you mentioned that because uh i'm on the wikipedia for the character i don't want to see that shit do you remember why we did the action thriller one on the last one doctor no no but no but doctor we said why did we start action thrillers in the first oh because connery passed away Remember oh yeah 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 we were talking about the fact that we wanted to uh we wanted to honor the old legend himself the original james bond and the first ever action thriller so it's kind of this this is a full circle moment here on the top oh five. yeah uh, that's what introduced it yeah no that's definitely i think i mentioned mission impossible in my last ones yep and mission yep. impossible is just that on steroids by today's standards but yeah, yeah. all the who is your favorite bond Mine, my, my, I, I think, uh, I want to say Craig, man, but I still like as Bond, like as a person and like as a character, I think Connery followed by Craig, followed by Brosnan. Um, I like Tim, I, I like Timothy Dalton because he was like actually like a cold blooded son of a bitch, and then probably Roger Moore. And I know Roger Moore is your favorite, and I'm sorry, I'm not saying he's bad, Bond, but like just it's mind. just from those do you remember those 20 days of bond on tbs <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 50, or whatever 15 uh, days of 007 uh, i was just re-watching that over and over yeah but man doctor that's good that was a full circle moment kids you just saw that first on uh 
on the show. Man, Dr. No, great movie. You know what? That's still really fucking entertaining. And, and I think as a whole, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. There are three. Okay, there's a lot more than three. There's, God damn it, there's 15 movies between 1970 and uh, 1994 in regards to the Bond series. So, but kids, that'll wrap it up. Action thrillers, part two in the bag. Gabby boy, thanks for a fun 2020, man. You fucking rock. You're a rock star. And uh, Yeah, bro. I appreciate all the help and support this last year uh, getting this thing off the ground. And uh, I think that's episode eight, seven or eight that we've done together. God damn. Oh, Jesus. It was just like yesterday that we started. I'm fine. I'll subscribe. Chill. (laughs) Yeah, kids, you heard it here first as well. We're doing uh, Point Break too. So we're going to bring back Keanu. Um, Not so much Swayze, but definitely Keanu. And Gene Hackman. That got really. Yeah, and Gene Hackman as the FBI agent who was actually trying to get Johnny Utah back in. So, guys, football coach. Gabby, where can they find you on social media? At. Gav in the house. Boom. Adam you don't want to find me. And there's some stupid memes and shit. <laughs> you need meme content? Gav's your boy. Uh, guys, you can find me. I am Curdy Mo, And uh, on the top five film dive social media, uh, it's obviously top number five. Top five film dive. Uh, and guys, if you want to be a guest on the show, please give me a shout uh, in our DMs. I'm checking it uh, a couple of times daily. We got a great lineup coming for 2021. It doesn't look like we're heading back to the movie theater soon, but with everything that's hitting streaming, and uh pvod uh we got a lot to talk about brother i will see you soon guys signing off take care Bless up. <laughs> you want the ultimate you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price it's not tragic to die doing what you love so i want to go